0: So
1: Donna and the farthest away so far has city we're not talking people. I don't know how many twins you know I mean if you could count how many twins you know it might be you know a set or two. I don't know. I know Liz has them in her family now.
0: Yeah, we've had twins in our family for a week, but my husband's side of the family has two sets back-to-back. Oh, for
1: real. So you know three sets of twins.
0: That are immediate family members. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know how many sets of twins you know, immediate family or not. I know just a few myself. But there's this whole city in Nigeria that has, and I kid you not, over a thousand set of twins in a small city. We're not talking big metro like New York or anything.
0: No, it's just a little tiny place, but they say that almost every single family in this town has at least one set of twins, or in some cases, triplets.
1: Isn't that crazy? So they have a festival every year for oh, this. Yeah, of course. It's a twin festival,
0: <laughs> and they have uh, just done it. And they have now they're inviting twins from oh, like all over the world, and so they're getting people from Europe. And uh, they had somebody I think the farthest away so far has been France that a set of twins came and that's
1: really neat. I think so too. They have a big festival just for twins. Yeah,
0: and they also say that most of them are identical twins. Yeah. So, not just fraternal twins, but identical twins. Right. That's why. Like, what's in the water? I want to know. Something. What is in the water? What is causing? uh, Certainly, they've done research on this. What is causing all the twins?
1: Yeah, Liz. Wild. Liz wants to know. I do. She's an inquiring mind. So Liz has a lot of questions. I mean, ton of questions.
0: I do. I want to know how this many twins, identical twins, are being born in the same town. And
1: this is in Nigeria, if you didn't hear. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. And so Liz has all these questions about how does that happen? One town, they have a festival for twins because over a thousand have been born in this town.
0: Yeah. And, and it's
1: it, a small little city.
0: It is a little you know? town. And they say almost every family has a set of twins.
1: Okay, so Liz has questions. (sighs) How does something like this happen? And Donna's with us at 800-447-7234. What do you say, Donna?
0: I'm a nurse, and while I was in nursing school, they talked about the people uh, in Africa that had all the twins, and they found out it was because their main food was sweet
1: potato. Sweet potato. That's the oddest thing I never would have guessed. Hey, you want twins? (laughs) eat a lot of sweet potato. It, 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 mimics, it mimics hormones. What? Yeah, there's something about it that, you know,
0: it, it, it messes with your hormones and it makes you have sweet.
1: That answers a lot of questions. Now I know why I have a lot of hair on my back. It's the sweet potatoes. <laughs> what? <laughs> so Donna and David get married and they're like, okay, let's go on our honeymoon. Let's have a great time. Enjoy things. And they're out there eating at a restaurant and all of a sudden they see there's this fire. And it's in, like, a nursery, you know, where they're taking care of kids, you know, a little daycare. Mm -hmm. And they go, and they are like, we hear crying. We've got to do something. They run in and save every child.
0: They they save them themselves?
1: They saved every child. It's Robin Liz on his radio. Wow. Yeah. So they go in. And there's like a lot of babies, about 15 to 20 babies all together. Here's what they did. They got the, some of the staff was still in there and they're like frantically, we got to save these babies. There's a fire in here. They put them all. That's brilliant. They put them all in one crib.
0: Makes sense.
1: And then roll it out.
0: Roll it on out mm. of there. <laughs> rolling, rolling. Right? That's awesome. but. They had no idea. Nobody ever knows when they're gonna, you know, be pulled into these heroic acts unless you're a first responder. But they were just going to celebrate their marriage. They're
1: married. They're on their honeymoon.
0: Being on their honeymoon, and they get the chance to kind of be superheroes.
1: Sipping on their sweet tea, and it's like, oh, look at that fire! Let's go save some lives.
0: Totally different from my honeymoon. We got strep throat. (laughs) His radio. So let's talk about playtime with your kids at night, you know, before you give them the bath and before you do the thing. So in playtime, they say it's a really good um, thing to do to to get them to kind of find out who they are as a person is to let them be in control of some things like choosing what you do at playtime, like playing video games or playing with dolls or watch a movie. Uh, Well, not necessarily. That's not
1: playtime? Not really. Because that's what I would do, chill on the couch. But you know what? What a bad example I am.
0: (laughs) But at the same time, if that's what the kid chooses, kind of let them do
1: it. Oh, okay. Because it says... Hey, I'm not that bad of a parent anyway. Yeah. Wow.
0: It it says don't correct them in their playtime. You can correct them the other times, but in playtime, let them make choices, as long as they're not trying to do something that hurts You
1: know what? For me, I've got to make something, you know, a regular Something I'm always doing, a ritual that I just do with the kids. Like, for instance, Scott will tell you, our news guy. Scott will tell you that what he does on the regular with his kids is at least feed them. Yeah, that's a good thing, right? As a parent, you got (laughs) to feed them, gotta give them food. They do like that. Actually, and and life, you know, is so fast-paced. My daughter is a teenager. I mean, she's going to be off to college soon. My son just turned 11. I always try to carve out. Maybe it's like five minutes at max sometimes, just a little one-on-one time with each of them to find out what's going on in their life with school, with friends. We'll pray together. So that's something I try to do every night just because they're growing up so fast. You do this every day. Yeah. Oh, I feel horrible. No. I try now. Occasionally, once or twice, you know, a day might go by, but on on a regular basis, I'll try to do that.
0: And I like that you, you even with the teenager, five minutes. You said max sometimes, because not all the time are they going to converse with you. Oh,
1: Liz would know this. She's got a couple in her house, right? That are teens. Are they both teens? The boys? Uh,
0: no, Luke just turned twenty one. Oh and, boy. Yeah, I know. And Hayden is nineteen.
1: So there's one teen. Yeah. In the house.
0: And so it's you ask the question, even if they don't answer. They know that you are invested and want to know about their life. Wow. Even if they don't answer you back.
1: Thank you, Mama Liz.
0: Then you go in your bedroom and cry.
1: Melissa is absolutely amazing to me. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. She was a teacher. She's single. She's fostered 56 kids. Mm-hmm. 56 kids. And then comes into her life an eight-year-old, a four-year-old, a six-year-old, and a two-year-old. Jay, Destiny, Matthew, and Emerson, they're siblings, and they were about to be separated from each other.
0: Yeah, so she started fostering them when the oldest was just a toddler. She got the twins when they were just a couple of days old. Don't know why they weren't with their family anymore, but she fostered them and said, I have made such a connection with these kids, and I cannot have them. Be separated. And so she took them in and as a single mom adopted them. Went through the whole process and adopted them so that they could stay together.
1: Isn't that great? And what a beautiful family they are.
0: Oh, they are. And they're just, I mean, they're enjoying life to its fullest. And that she, because that's an undertaking. Four kids.
1: By herself.
0: By herself. Right. Toddler. One that was like 16 months old. Babies, and she's had them, you know, what for five and a half years. now? Yeah. So,
1: wow. And her, gra- and her. I was, I was about to say, her grandparents. Her mom and dad are like full in. Well, I see they, pictures of them together, yeah. which is so cool. So they got good grandparents on top of that, too.
0: Yeah, I'm glad she has a good support system there because every now and then, mama's going to need a break. Right. <laughs> and they swoop right in and help her out. You and,
1: know, that's uh, just great. Yeah, Melissa, you're it. a boss bossing it, man. Thank <laughs> you for reminding us what it is to adopt and make sure that kids have a great home. That answers home. a lot of questions on my back. It's the sweet potato. Come on, Rover! Come on! Come on! Come on! Sit, sit. It's Robin Liz. His radio.
0: You know he might do that. Um, yeah, there are some doggies being walked in China right now, and it may look a little strange if you're going to be visiting or you know somebody looking out their apartment window. What is? What kind of? What breed is that? What? What is
1: happening? Looks so mechanical.
0: Looks so stiff.
1: Yeah, kind of <laughs> metalish.
0: Yeah, not very cuddly. It's a robotic dog, and the younger generation—they're getting these. And taking them for walks. Taking them for walks. Robot dogs. Yeah, that's the part I don't get is the taking them for walks. So they...
1: because yeah, they, don't, they don't need to, you know, twinkle really, or anything. Right? Twinkle?
0: right, They don't need to twinkle. I like that. <laughs> well. That's what we're going with from now
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> they... <laughs> she liked that. Excuse and coming me. out of a robotic dog. Excuse you know? me. Rover has
0: to twinkle. And, uh,
1: oh, there's a fire hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. Here comes Rover Twinklin'.
0: They had no idea. Nobody ever. Uh, There's a new fragrance, Elon Musk, who says, with a name like Elon Musk... I kind of had to go into the fragrance business. Okay, musk. so okay. We're,
1: we're talking the Tesla, dude.
0: We are talking the okay. Tesla. It has his hand in a lot of different things. Uh, you know, just bought Twitter, trying to, whatever. So he came up with, or his team, a new fragrance, and it is going to be out, I guess, just in time for Christmas. So he's got a musk. Yes. Well, it's not a musk. It, it has a little different What's the scent. difference
1: between a perfume and a musk?
0: Musk is a little heartier. If you ask me. It's a little deeper, smoky. I don't
1: wear any of it, so I don't
0: know. No, musk is is just a heavier scent. Okay, so I don't think this is a musk, but the fragrance, you know, sometimes it'll be patchouli or it'll be something fresh and floral. This is burnt hair.
1: So what... (laughs) <laughs> Wait a minute, he burnt his hair? No. What's wrong?
0: No, the essence is burnt hair.
1: The fragrance is called burnt hair?
0: It's called burnt hair.
1: And What's that it smell like?
0: Is the smell of burnt hair.
1: Um.
0: I mean, I can show you if you want me to. But who's going to buy that? ton of people. It's $100 a bottle. What? $100 a bottle. Already sold a million dollars worth.
1: What? That many people bought a fragrance you called know, burnt hair and it smells like burnt hair? I
0: don't know. Some people got an extra $100 I don't have. God.
1: Scott will tell you. Here's this couple remodeling their home. They find some really old coins. They look at them. They're from the 1700s. They auctioned them off. Eight hundred and fifty-two thousand dollars came in for them, which like pays that and then some for their remodeling.
0: If my, if I were living in an older house, I'd be pulling up the kitchen floors right now. Okay. Right. Wow. Uh, yeah. So it was during the reigns of like King James the first to King George the first, and so these are super rare coins, and there were a ton of them. Really, I mean, not just one or two here or there that somebody just dropped and they got you know lost in the dirt. There were a good many
1: of them. And that was something for a collector. I mean, from the 1700s and still be in decent enough condition mm-hmm. that they auction off for eight hundred and fifty-two thousand dollars. Goodness. I have one friend. There are a couple. They're in our small group. And they have a home that is—I want to get this right. I think it's 180 years old. <gasps> wow. Maybe not as old as I'm saying. Maybe 120. I think it's 120 years old.
0: But still, so have they searched, Rob? The 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 acreage around it. I'm
1: about to suggest.
0: I think so. I <laughs> you know, metal detector will travel.
1: You know, if I find something, can I get a cut? <laughs> to me, it's Rob and Liz. I saw this one post of a guy who wants to win. It's a candy jar. Mm-hmm. I think it's candy corn. It's candy corn. That's in it. And so the, the this is at his work. And so the per, the, the people who uh, own the place said, hey, if you guess it and you're close enough or the closest, if not right on the money, you get the day off at the end of the month.
0: Day off? Yeah. A whole
1: day off. And so this guy got really smart. And he's like, I don't know. So he puts it on his feed. And then people start guessing. And if I if I read this right, one dude that follows him put together a computer program that simulates the whole thing to try to guess what it is. And now there are votes. And last I looked, there were like over 68,000 votes of like what could be the closest number. So he's getting a lot of help.
0: Well, because when he first posted the question, you had so many people, like one said 117, somebody else said 400 and something. He's like, wait a minute, that is way too far apart. There's got to, you know, be a better guess. And so... This guy simulated it, like you said. So, he took the picture, and I guess the computer program counted how many were on the outside and realized what the depth of the jar was Wild. and came up with a number. But the guy who asked the question wanted votes because he wanted to make sure this simulation was good.
1: I mean, he's really <laughs> wanting this day off. Right? So... We'll see if it works for him. I
0: hope it does, because he went to a lot of a lot of trouble to make this happen. You're listening to
1: Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. See, John Runyon is the NFL VP of rules. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he enforces the rules. Actually, his team does. His staff yes, does. His staff. He's got, you know, the people under him. But he decided, okay... My son, who's following in my steps, footsteps, he plays for the NFL. He's with the Packers. He did an illegal football thing mm-hmm. on the field, and so he needed to be fined. Daddy fined his son himself and didn't pull back any punches. Five thousand dollars his son has to do in fines.
0: Yeah. So I don't. I hate it for the son. I get it, you know. But he did do something he shouldn't have done, and I like the fact that his dad said, "Just because you're my son." You're not getting away with this. Like, I have to hold you accountable like I do every other player in the NFL.
1: He does. So, listen. So, John was at one time in college roommates with Tom Brady. <laughs> okay? Okay. So, Tom Brady did something, I guess, this season. And John himself said, I'm, got, I'm, I'm taking care of this one. And there was, they didn't hold back on Tom Brady. <laughs> he charged him in fines over eleven thousand bucks.
0: Eleven thousand yeah. dollars. So, uh, if you you know trying to get brownie points or something like that out of John, probably not going to happen.
1: It doesn't work that way. Old yeah. roommate,
0: son, doesn't matter. You got to mm-hmm, pay. Yeah. Rob and Liz in the morning
1: on his radio. You could be a trustworthy provider or a cheapy Mc cheap face.
0: That is the best one, Cheapy right? Ma- uh, Cheapy McCheap hands out uh, Dum Dums, um, the the Smarties. I like Smarties. I don't see the problem. And Tootsie Rolls. And Tootsie Rolls.
1: Then yeah. that's it. Uh huh. That's ask- Cheapy McCheap McChe- Face. According to what the kids will put you in a category, I'll tell you what the party pooper is. It's dental floss, a banana, raisinettes, and an apple. Oh, and a throw in the toothbrush.
0: Listen, I uh, I had someone in the family, I almost had, someone in the family that gave out toothbrushes. And I remember my kids, because she had made some specifically for my kids, little bags. And they were like, thanks.
1: Yeah. So you're judged at your trunk or treat for this. Evidently, you're put in a category by the kids, like the spaz. Right. The spaz is very interesting. It's, oh, I I didn't bring enough candy. Now I'm just going to hand out sporadic stuff that I can find here. (laughs) And then you get it.
0: Okay, so um, I talked to my son about this last night. Yeah. He said the best ever was the neighborhood that uh, we used to have. Always put on like a block party kind of fall festival kind of thing. And he said the one guy that had the full-size candy bars... He still remembers that he was like the eight.
1: legend, huh? Legend. He was That's like, "That's great."
0: It was full on chocolate. That was a good day. <laughs> you are listening to Rob and Liz in the morning.
1: His radio. You get shoved in a category with the kids now when it comes to what you give out at these trunker treats and the harvest festivals. Yeah, seriously, it's Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. Like for instance, Liz's son remembers somebody up the road from them that gave out. What kind of candy? Just full-size candy bars. Full-size candy.
0: He was like, it was a good night.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> legend, man. Legend. Legend. Big time. <laughs> Wendy's here at 800-447-7234. What do you say, Wendy?
0: I was glad to hear that Elizabeth's son thought the full-size candy bars were the bomb, because I lived down a really steep hill in the neighborhood, and I always used to reward the kids with full-size candy bars, whoever came down my hill. Are you handing out this year? Because we're trying to make our plan. <laughs> I will not be here on Halloween this year, unfortunately.
1: Her porch light is turned off.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, sorry. I know. (laughs)
1: That's okay. That's okay. Uh, Open mic came in. I don't know what this open mic is, but it's at uh, at, uh, His Radio's app, which is the Buy His Radio app, Google Play, and the App Store. So let's check in on the open mic. Oh my God! it's
0: radio. Oh my God! This, is oh, oh, wow. I love this station that is awesome. Oh, his radio's the best. Robin, Liz, we
1: love you. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Hey, you know what? I would actually love to hear a song.
0: Oh, what? what what's oh, it, what's called? it called? What's that oh, name?
1: Oh, I I can't remember, but sing it. It, it goes something it. like, um, "Help is on the way." All right. So <laughs> keep the day job. But you know, even uh, we just play Toby.
0: I know. But I think we can do it. I Really? T- but you know what? They they were like, I don't know the name of the song, but it goes, "Help
1: is on the way." Yeah. Guess so what? It's "Help is on the way." The name is. The and song. You know what? Yeah. It is.